Good evening, lovely listeners, and welcome back. We're here again, like Rocky Balboa coming back for round two, like Jimmy Barnes, as always, we are here. Welcome to week two of, hopefully many, many more, of Soup for One Radio, our podcast. When iTunes decides to put us in the podcast directory, which still hasn't happened, then we'll call ourselves a podcast. But for now, we are just a radio show. And with me, as always, is my two lovely co-hosts, the illustrious, the exuberant Darcy Ellis. How are hey, you, Darcy? George. Pretty um, good. Um, iTunes. Why, why does iTunes... Uh, iTunes is just... They've got, like, a review process, and it's, yeah, it's annoying. Yeah, we need to be on... Well, because iTunes. that's where you find podcasts, man, and it's where they automatically download and all that nonsense. Can't all... we just live off-grid? <laughs> you know, be hippies, be... We'll be, like, a gorilla podcast, <laughs> just springing out of foxholes and into your I'm eardrums <laughs> at every possible opportunity. And joining Mr. Darcy Ellis... As always, is Christopher Beecroft. Crippy, how are you? I'm very well, George. How are you? I'm pretty good. I need to just clarify now. My name isn't Christopher. It never has been. Never will. Really? Yes. Have I? What? So you're getting that wrong. What? What is it? It's just Chris now, but it used to be Christian, but officially Kristen. He's explained this all to me, and I'm just, I'm so sorry. I keep calling you Christopher. I noticed on week one. Yeah, oh, so, I called you yeah. Christopher. Oh my god! And I've noticed so now it's become a sticking point. I'm just yeah. gonna. I'm just. I was gonna, just gonna let it be again. But I'm just I gonna realize. shrink into the background. I have to put it to rest. Out of embarrassment. So also, hey, I've got a question for you in regards to iTunes. Oh, yeah. um, Ali's I don't think I don't think we should be doing our uh, our admin work and our our, <laughs> our our online administration work on on the show. I think I we think should wait until after. And what I want to ask is um, Ali's show. Yes. I noticed they, everyone should go and listen to it, Ali and Chris's what Yes, we, Chris and Ali's Weekend Wonder Show. If you're in London, listen to it on Rare FM. And if you're not, listen to it on their Mix Cloud. Go on, Mix Bingo. Cloud. Bingo. Can oh. we get one of them? So they had songs in there. We can get one of those, but there's several reasons why we shouldn't, and I'll tell you those at a later date. What about right now? I won't tell you them right now. <laughs> anyway, so yes, we're back again. This is this is a shock to me. I don't know if it's a shock to you guys, but uh, I'm 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 slightly appalled that Why we are able to sustain this this model, this rather lucrative and and almost almost slippery deal that we have going here. You say able to sustain. We're actually scheduled in to do it tomorrow. But you said we couldn't do it tomorrow. We nearly didn't get Crippy here tonight. Again, by able, more admin. <laughs> by able, you mean struggling. Tooth and nail. Yeah, struggling. Struggling to, to force more so, audio perversions into your eardrums. Uh, get it in your filthy holes. <laughs> both of them. Well, um, I always knew we'd be doing a second one, but what I didn't expect is the... Uh, Reaction yes. to the first one. Oh my goodness! Now I don't know if I think maybe a lot of people are liking it simply because we're familiar voices. That's but true. If anyone out there is listening to it that does not know us and has enjoyed it, please email us. Yes, because I want to hear stories of people in like you know Taiwan and like Uruguay. Yes, lovely listeners, lovely listeners. I'm a bit disappointed. I haven't received a single email. Don't tell them that's sad. <sighs> don't. Oh, now we sound <laughs> like Christ. We sound like losers. <laughs> 
Internet losers. What a surprise. What a revelation. Dear Lord. Then, like, everyone else on the internet is We're really sitting cool. in a dingy room talking to each other and Adam posting and it on the internet. Don't tell these people things. All right, keep it's like theatre. You're ruining it. They can see all the squishy bits. <laughs> oh, no. The SM's on stage. What are we going to do? Don't worry. Fear SM, the joke. squishy, sadomasochism? <laughs> what is this? Anyway, moving on. Yes, we were lucky enough to receive 88 hits, 89 hits on last check on our on our little SoundCloud file that we chucked up there. Um, very impressive. We're very happy that we got uh, some, some lovely responses. I believe a couple of you guys, at least, got mentioned to it at parties and, and by people in real life. Yes. We walked into our friend's house and there we were on radio. Oh. I'm aware this is self-absorbed to talk about us being on radio, on our radio show. But it was quite cool nonetheless. Fair enough. I got a text from an unknown number saying, hey man, loved your radio show. It's fantastic. I freaked out immediately. Went to check the <laughs> podcast. And you had beeped out my number. <laughs> No, it turned out to be my friend's little brother. Oh, no, that's 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 fair enough. So uh, not quite as glamorous or exciting. Um, yeah, no, no, that's 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 fine. But it's a, uh, it's a. Uh, I'm gl- I'm glad I beeped it out because yeah. uh, there there would have been uproar, nay chaos, on the Scarborough telephone towers <laughs> with incoming floods of incoming messages for Darcy Ellis. Shows of support from the new fans. Anyway, yes, so with... with A lot seems to have happened in the last week. I mean, Christopher Hitchens died. <laughs> uh, Valak Havel died. And our beloved leader, Kim Oh, and Kimmy. Poor Kimmy passes away. Uh, I'm a bit upset at Christopher Hitchens. I don't know why that was the one name I laughed at. It, mainly because I didn't expect you to say people had died. <laughs> I was... I thought you were going to talk about something else, but I was very upset at the fact that Christopher Hitchens is gone. Yeah, so all these He's big, a... important players in the world are dying. Maybe but it's I'm, just signalling the I'm, end, I'm, really. I'm not particularly... 2012, rolling up, all the cool people are dying. We'll just... The world will end by everyone getting really bored and driving sharp <laughs> things through their eyes. Oh, maybe they're leaving shoes to fill. And what a coincidence. The same week, three people die... <laughs> Three people give birth to a brilliant radio show. <laughs> jingle bells, jingle bells. Oh! Who threw that second-hand Christmas pudding at me eye? Quick, Jock Snare, turn his teeth behind his back before he can eat it. This is Question and Answer Time with Darcy Ellis. Doom, 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 doom. Okay. Now, I haven't thought of a question, so I'm just riffing here, so this one might be good. Um, what is question A? B. Oh, I guess, yeah, B. Okay, don't want to leave dead air, so I'm just going to go for it. What is your idea of perfect happiness, and can it exist? <laughs> <laughs> well, um... I don't know. I think I think perfect happiness is pretty pretty difficult to sustain. <laughs> I imagine the only way that it's achieved is vast vast levels of opiates. You know, and you just I I imagine it can exist. You just overload your brain into some kind of stupor. I mean, I guess that's not quite the, you know, 
flowing plains, you know, satisfied jobs, that kind of like no, blue, well, blue realists. skies. On this show. But like, if if it were to be perfect happiness, I suppose neurologically and chemically, opiates would probably be the way to go. <laughs> so you think dumbing the senses out a little bit, becoming a bit of a potato. I think might do the trick I think in order to become perfectly happy for any period of time you would have to lose your mind entirely <laughs> so, so basically vast vast Whoa. amounts now? vast amounts <laughs> of opiates is your suggestion Groovy <laughs> the long well, and the short go. of it is get super high and shut up and don't get stabbed clearly is also another <laughs> Another important part okay, of that well, I guess philosophy. That so we solved that one. Fair yeah. Enough. For listeners out there, if, who are no, not that we done. We are not <laughs> looking drugs on the on the show. No, that's bad. But if you are looking for the definition of, of perfect happiness, <laughs> and we've only been thinking, <laughs> and we've only been thinking in the last five minutes, I'm sure there are other options. But if we take perfect to its logical extreme. <laughs> Probably going to have to go down the chemical imbalance route. <laughs> oh, man. Mentally well people, I don't think, can feel perfectly happy. I don't know. I feel pretty happy most of the time. Yeah, what about you guys? Would you define it? I feel... Wait, I've, I've got it. And you guys might think this is a little bit corny. Feel perfectly happy in your company. Oh. Doing a radio show. <clears throat> See, I feel, I feel honoured and, and privileged. time with Darcy Ellis. Solves another problem. Radio- Opiates or radio shows? <laughs> or both? Next week on Super One Podcast. <laughs> Come on now. Don't do drugs, people. Uh, I'm going to edit this so that at the end the tag is do drugs, do drugs. <laughs> Don't you dare, Josh. Care to join me in a cup of tea? What? Have you seen three lumps of sugar come this way? No, and I've been here since the milk came. How did you enjoy my post-production last week? Did you enjoy my little snippets of the Goon Show? I did enjoy your snippets of the Goon Show. I I am a passionate Goon Show fan. In fact, the the first dedicated radio show that I would listen to as a youngster was every, I think it was Sunday evening at about six o'clock. They would sit down and sit down on... uh, on, uh, whatever the ABC National or whatever and they would just like run, granny radio basically I'd just run off a run off a run off an episode of the goon show and I would I'd sit down and listen to it on my clock radio you know those inventions guys sat on your bedside table you happy <laughs> let you check the time oh yeah oh man goons goons are I've fantastic never to it. oh it's it's a good time man it's like it's like basically where monty python came from Oh, right, okay. Is it with Spike Lee? Spike Milligan. Spike, yeah, Parasitic and Spike Milligan and... Like who's knob in front of the radio. Who's Spike Lee again? Who is Spike Lee? Is he a boxer? <laughs> Googling Spike Lee! Yeah, he sounds familiar though, right? Yeah, he I'm does. Like, it, yeah. It, it yeah. Sounds... I sometimes I just have names and things stuck in my brain. Yeah. And songs. Up until recently I had... Was it Layla? Layla. I've had that stuck in my head for like... That's a Five great years, song. Maybe. Five, okay. I had no idea what. <clears throat> Shelton Jackson Spike Lee, born March 20, 1957, is an American film director, producer, uh-huh. writer, and actor. 
His production company, 40 Acres and a Mule Fireworks? Yes, that is the name. Has produced over 35 films since 1983. Oh, works with Charlie Kaufman. I quite like Charlie Kaufman. Who? He's a the guy. The hell? Who writes, is... he writes stuff. Mm. But he's quite good. Like an author? No, he writes he writes films and and stuff. He's very good. He uh, wrote he wrote Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind, uh, which is I haven't seen that. Jim Carrey's best movie. That's good. That I don't know. By Mask a and Ace miles. Ventura, Pet Detective. Ace Ventura sucks cock. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm just I putting it out there. Just putting it out there. But like Ace Ventura sucks. He's a pet detective. <laughs> like if Ace Ventura, him- whoa, whoa, whoa. if Ace Ventura. And Scooby-Doo teamed up. <laughs> they would actually be pet detectives. Mm. Oh, Jesus Christ. Why do I even talk to you? Rewatch it, George. You might like it. it no, yeah. but pet detective... Did you see his hair? Pet detective makes it sound like he's like a Jack Russell that solves crimes. Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. Very Scooby-Doo close to Jack is, Russell that solves crimes. No, I'm pretty sure Scooby-Doo is a great dame, not no, a Jack a great Russell. dame. And also, he doesn't solve the crimes. He just kind of chills out and does slapstick humor. Whoa, whoa! What what big show have what statement. show have you been watching? Also, he gets there in the end, doesn't he? They always get the bad guy. Yeah, he might like pull the underpants down of the guy <laughs> in the mask, who's actually you know the guy who runs the water slides. But that's it. He doesn't Crucial. he doesn't yeah. find the clues. He doesn't lay down the groundwork, the detective, the police work. Who does then? If if I remember Fred. Uh, Yeah, Fred. Daphne, Daphne's the smart good, one. Yeah, she's got it together. Or Velma. Velma, that's the one. I found Velma. Daphne Daphne kind of attractive. Wait, would, are you talking about the one with Not- glasses? Or like the no. one in orange, or the one that hangs out with Fred. No, the one with orange um, reminds me of my grandmother because my grandmother's <laughs> name is Thelma, wears glasses, and has a. <laughs> so you might listen to this. So I'm sorry, oh. Dan, but you do have an afro. <laughs> it's undeniable. But the other one, why is it? Like, why is it that all grandmothers end up with afros? Incredible, isn't it? Because I don't know you many. I'm upset. Many of my friends. Turn your phone off. I'm just going to draw attention to it. Well, no, because not many of the girls I know right now have afros, but undoubtedly all of them will. But yeah, exactly. I know. Within the next sixty years, every woman you know will have an afro. Tell you what. Wait, have you have you thought, like, do the characters when you think about it, apart from Shaggy, talk to Scooby Doo? No. Have you really? Have you not seen this? See, like, I've always thought that perhaps. Scooby's personification or anthropomorphization is actually because Shaggy enjoys one too many <laughs> Scooby snacks. There's an episode of a show on Adult Swim called The Venture Brothers, which is a fantastic series, yeah. um, wherein uh, Shaggy and Scooby-Doo are locked in the back of Fred's van, and Fred's like a psychopath who drives around like the, <laughs> the country, like keeping these people hostage, and like, we're going to solve another mystery, gang! <laughs> <coughs> and uh, and Scooby Snacks are in the orange pill container, and um and Scooby Doo is just a normal Great Dane, but when he speaks to Shaggy, uh, he's the devil. <laughs> no, I've never. I've never even oh, Venture Brothers! Every Adult Swim show is just. It's weird fantastic. that these conspiracies exist. Like I've never even paid attention to that until Dusty just said that. Yeah, and they exist in like all these TV shows. Oh, all of them. Everyone. No, like a lot of TV shows have a lot of quirks. They say that like, the magic roundabout. 
was just full of drugs. Magic school bus, you mean? No, Magic Roundabout. The What's original. the Magic Roundabout? What? I've never heard of the Magic Roundabout. Me. The Magic Roundabout. I've never heard of the Magic Roundabout. Jesus Christ, man. It's like... Oh, what does the theme, I can't remember what the theme tune goes like. It's a um, kid's show. Pretty poorly done. Pretty crucial in my upbringing. It was around that time. Um, and yeah, um, it's just got a lot of druggy things in it. There was well, I, there's my... that show, um, Captain Pugwash. You heard of that? Yeah. That's a gem, man. Yeah, I mean, that's, like... That's genius. Considering how they got away with all that. <laughs> Master Bates. Good yeah. one. Yeah. Pretty obscure. <laughs> Semen stains. <laughs> Incredible. Actually segues into something that I wanted to bring up to you guys. Yeah. This is pretty crucial. Um, bear with me one second. All right, so... Um, my brother has a son, Taylor, and I was looking after Taylor earlier in the week, and, um, I don't really know what to do with him. Like, I'm 19, he's three, and we don't really bond over that much at the moment. So, I just put on some shows, and we watch those. And it occurred to me as we were watching through ABC, and I got through maybe, like, three shows, that they're pretty awful, most of them. All these little, like, kid shows are pretty awful. And I began to think, like, I used to, I used to be quite into animation when I was younger, and it occurred to me that, obviously, George, you are featured on can I Can I just stop you there? Go on. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> you have not one but two friends who work for the ABC making kids series. Right, back How dare you? I never said... How dare you? I never you? said your show was bad. <laughs> no, you made majority. a... You made a blanket... Uh, <laughs> Hasty generalization hey, about children's TV which series. Your, which was your TV show? Oh, let's do a random plug. Susie Campbell, who's my producer, will absolutely love me for this. Uh, if you're ever bored of an afternoon at about five o'clock, watch Mal.com. I was in it. I'm pretty shit, but it's pretty good. I quite enjoy the show. I don't think it's, I saw it. I don't it's very funny. It's not okay. my best work, but Luke Ledger is a mate oh, of really? all of ours, and he's mm-hmm. rather fantastic in it. Very funny. Brilliant. Well, um, no, look. No offense to your show. Some good oh, shows. so much offense taken. Some good shows exist. <laughs> I, I think you. Daria exists, so I forgive you. And I simply thought, as I sat there, I could do better. And if I assembled a team of like-minded individuals, <laughs> we could do better. And then I thought, if I brought it up on radio, perhaps we can just promise the listeners, and this will force us to be productive, to produce one episode of an animated TV show. Because the animation is awful. You can whip that up in seconds. Do a bit of voice acting. Have a loose plot. Done. And perhaps using your contacts, if it goes well, we could get the pilot on the <laughs> My contacts. What's Sue's whatever her name is. I could get, us a, I could get yeah. us a, a production company, maybe. But Look, dibs. Dude, <laughs> Conglomerate on, Studios. We can definitely... First production. <laughs> I think we can definitely make a TV show better than... Dear listeners, we promise that we will produce a pilot TV show for a kids' Hold movie on. in the next month. Month? Month? Are you serious? Easy, man. It's taken... Okay. Uh, you, we, right. you, me, let me, you let me... Me and, and young master Darcy over there have been working on an animation for what? It's going to be like three or four weeks now, and right. we haven't even got many drawings done. Well, fair actually, enough, I haven't enough. asked you much about fair this. Enough. Have you been sneakily working behind my back or just... Have you stopped caring? <laughs> I don't work. And when I work, I make sure I make a point of telling everybody. So they're like, wow, Darcy, you're so productive. But if you haven't heard anything, 
assume, <laughs> it means assume nothing, nothing has, has happened. happened. All right. Well, well, at some point in the near future, after Christmas sometime, we should probably do that. All right, but focus, George. Get that shit done. This pilot, I reckon in the right. next one. All right. Okay. I, I'm, I'm going to take credit Brainstorm. for this. Take Brainstorm. I reckon I could whip out a Brainstorm. kids TV show. Half what, what's, TV show. what's the situation? I have no what's idea. What's the premise? All I know is that I want it to be entertaining for adults as well. All right. What's the main character's... This is the best, this is the best way to make oh, TV. What's the main character's name? Just go. No, This is like word know. association. Just whip off whatever um, comes off the top of your uh, head. What's the main character's name? Lord. Barry. <laughs> <laughs> He's our go-to guy. And uh, the love interest name. What's the love interest name? Um, Sheila. Sheila. Barry and Sheila. Okay. And uh, where do they live? In Utopia. <laughs> Is that the name of the place or do they actually live in Utopian live society? In <laughs> they take copious amounts of opiates and make radio shows. <laughs> and opiate happiness. They just roll around on the floor making gurgling noises <laughs> as their minds struggle to deal with what is seething through their veins. So, so at the moment, the premise for this show is Barry and Sheila are two utopian radio show hosts. Working class, though. Working class. And so feel like... <laughs> I want the general population to feel like they can achieve it. So I want them, you know, be a bit rough. They, you want to let the general public know that they can achieve becoming working, working class utopian radio show producers who are hey, addicted to opiates. I want them to be beautiful, <laughs> but I want smack bang in the middle where Barry and Sheila live. I want them in a, in a council house. Can Barry be a beetle? No. Yes. No. no. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Everyone, everyone Hold on. The same. Hold on. But doesn't a class system <laughs> negate the fact that they are living in utopia? No, because they're still treated the same. No the one inequality the of no society. The that they don't have windows. It's just boarded up with cardboard. <laughs> That's part of it. You know because why they don't mind? Gratuitous quantities of opiates. You got it, George. Now we're on the same page. There's a love triangle going on, and what the children have to depict from that is that, um, you know, sometimes you just got to short your shit out. Don't they get out of control? Because what happens is that in hell exists a girl called. Kate. <laughs> Kate is the devil, and what happens is that she. Oh, can't we call her Lucy? Yeah, okay. Lucifer, Lucy. She nips up to Utopia. Not that this is important. Takes over the body of someone, and then they go and seduce Barry. And he has one night stands. The more you tell me this, the more it sounds like what's that book? Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit four four oh five or something. Like it's. it's I mean, I'm just riffing, and I'm sure the final part will be pretty different. I'm sure the final product I'm will sh- be easier to digest for children of the ages of three then, to seven then, let than me Barry the Beetle in the council house losing his mind on opiates. <laughs> really, he's just homeless. Oh my goodness, yes. He's really. homeless on drugs. Oh no, I, I need to tell you my theory about, about Pokemon, right? Mm-hmm. I don't get this phenomenon. No, let me let me let me let me, t- let me tell you this. Okay, let me tell you this this my theory that I have about Pokemon. I read a book once where um, basically America went to shit as always, as we all know, was bound to happen eventually. Um, and to keep everyone happy, they were giving them like a chip in their brain that made them always think they were living in like a happy kind of nineteen fifties jaunty little society, whereas actually they were just what living in like slums. What if they were slums. black? Does that mean they were less happy? <laughs> Shh, no, shut up. <laughs> 
but right, they they give them this chip in their brains, and they all think they're in like nice, happy nineteen fifties America. Um, what I think is you've got a child, right, who gets kicked out when he's twelve to go and use animals to fight other people. Doesn't this sound like he's just a homeless kid with a sack full of rats that he throws at his enemies? <laughs> And he's got a chip in his brain making him think, Go, Pikachu! Oh, God! Oh, Jesus! Yeah, we did it! Gotta catch them all! I think you're reading too much in this. And Misty is like a a hooker, and Brock's like a pimp. You're ruining it for everyone. (laughs) Wow. Uh, so, come on, Misty, let's have a battle. Nah, kid, I had enough for one day. <laughs> I've been battling all night. No. Jeez. Every time you watch Pokemon now, you'll think, you'll I don't think about so it. So there'll be a street urchin with a sack full of rats. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? And the occasional lizard. It's, it's not as bad as my theory on Digimon. <laughs> I don't want to hear about Digimon. It's the worst thing ever. I am cool, calm, and collective when I see your face. My control is projected into outer space. I light up at the sight of you. Bring out the beast in me, baby, do. Any new TV series that you're watching at the moment? Nah. Some people say TV is just an escape from reality because the truth is we're all just on the brink of death. You're just a constant downer, huh? <laughs> I ain't no downer. What I'm saying is get out there. Go for a walk or something. It's Live all life, a dream. You know? Make the most of it. Because you've only got one shot. So is Dexter the life you want to be living? Yes. Or maybe I you want... just want to go out and, you know... I'm know. thoroughly enjoying this content. Yeah, It's, it's a good show. It's, it's an good excellent story. Well told. Well shot. Interesting. Unique. And it gives a perspective on life that is different to my own. Because I don't kill people, which is a shame. What was that last bit? I watched um, Gossip Girl for a little bit. <laughs> I hate you. You're like... No, no actually, no. I no. disagree because I watched... Me and, and Honzik, who's our our chum. Your Hans. Your Hans. What's happening if you're watching this from wherever you are? Lithuania or whatever? Listening. He's, he's somewhere. Listening. Sorry. I just assume this Latvia. camera's everywhere. Latvia, Lithuania, wherever he is. Um, we sat down in Andrew's, who's another friend of ours... Um, front room and watched uh, like a season and a half of um, The OC in uh, one night because we just could not stop. You can't criticize We could me. not stop. Gossip no, exactly. I'm not, I'm not criticizing you anymore. Because that shit is because, addictive, man. Oh, man. Like... We were laughing the entire time, though. After Andrew's sister had left, we were just like... <laughs> what, taking the beers? Yeah. Oh, that was pretty it was, gross. It was, it was fucking hilarious. I changed drastically. I'm no longer a miser here near the present place. Yeah, so what's been happening in your life, George? Because I feel like perhaps we have to lead oh, a little bit looser by stars. Not Keep much. Keep some secrets from each other. Not you know? much. Yeah, no. We were discussing this yesterday. Darcy and I, we can't talk to each other for a long period of time anymore because we just got to save up all our anecdotes for the uh, for the podcast. Yeah. Anything anything cracking to play? <coughs> no, not really. It's um, It's my girlfriend's birthday this week. Mm. I think I should probably say that. Uh, How old is she? She's turning 18. Turning 18. I know. I'm so happy. (laughs) It's fantastic. (laughs) It's going to be a great time. Where um, we had her big family gathering the other night, and I got to meet all of her 
all of her all of her family friends and and relatives and you know got a touching little mention in her dad's speech which mm. just swells me up with a little bit of pride that I've managed to infiltrate the family that much success you're like a little worm <laughs> burrowing into her life oh man no no it's great it's it's so really good cool so she's she's 18 now so happy birthday Elise if you happy birthday Elise happen to listen happy to this happy birthday Elise <laughs> ah, what about you guys Darcy maybe you should tell the most eventful thing that's happened to you in the last week because it's quite eventful and fairly obvious to the naked eye well <gasps> yes. um, to fully understand this story you have to go back four years into the mists of time <laughs> when me and Chris and and another friend of ours were um we were at Hillary's, which if you don't know it's it's sort of a boardwalk thing on the beach. It's pretty touristy and horrible. And we saw these and we sat down for milkshakes because it was a long hot day. We'd been adventuring, we'd we'd had fun, good clean fun, we were fifteen or something. And we sat down and we we had our strawberry and chocolate and vanilla milkshakes respectively and then as we left we noticed that there was a milkshake called a blue bikini and we had no idea what it was so we strolled out and it stuck in our minds and we thought well what the dickens is a blue bikini that doesn't make any sense very abstract yeah it's uh it and you know so we left and we promised that we'd we'd return to the blue bikini and like a, once or two months it had come up we should go get a blue bikini flash forward four years <laughs> because we're a productive lot and we get shit done <coughs> immediately oh, we're dynamic um, and we're skating to Hillary's and you know I, I fall off my skateboard <laughs> and you know I land on a brick that's not just any brick it's a bit of a righteous non-conformer <laughs> it's uh, sticking up non-conformist brick all proud, angle up, and my elbow connects with it and it sort of digs in and tears <laughs> up a little way. And so blood's just streaming out, it's covering my arm. And before I go get it sorted out by a doctor, we got our blue bikinis. <laughs> <laughs> but now Fantastic. I'm sort of bandaged. The blue bikini milkshake was pretty terrible. It was disgusting. <laughs> it was, to give you, like, here's... Um, we went in there, and obviously, like, four years on, we finally made it. Uh, four years is a long time, you know? And it wasn't like we forgot about it. It kept coming up. Every summer, we'd always be like, oh, look, we're definitely going to get blue bikini. And then, of course, we never did. Yeah. Because Hillary's just... Why would you go there? <coughs> it's a shithole, really. Well, that's not too... <laughs> like, some people like it. No, but, I'm not, uh, not, ragging on, not ragging on Hillary's. Tourists, if you're a tourist and you're in WA right now, go and check out Hillary's. It's lovely. Oh, yeah, Boat Harbour. Like it's nostalgia. That Aqua World or something. There Is dolphins. that in Hillary's? Yeah. There were oh. dolphins next to the ocean where they could be free. They can see freedom. <laughs> like, it's pretty cool. But, I mean, for You us, can see a dolphin cry at Aqua World. <laughs> there ain't nothing to do there. So, like, we don't really venture up there. Um, and to finally make it, and to stand confidently and boldly in front of the counter. Because we thought the place was shut down. And to see Blue Bikini on the menu again. And the guy comes up to us and he's like, you know, do you guys have any idea what you want? I slam down the money. I'm just like, yes. Yes, we do. Three Blue Bikinis. Straight away, just 
Nah, mate. Don't get those. And we're just like, oh, for fuck's sake. And um, he just tries to tell us not to get them. Already the boss was in the store saying, don't get that. He's like, there's much better flavors available. And we're just like, oh, God. We're like, well, we can't really get another flavor. So what is it? You know, like, what is it? What does it taste like? And he's just like, don't taste anything. Tastes nothing but blue. This is a peculiar... <laughs> Taste of a sight. <laughs> that he hasn't even tried to um, sell it. He hasn't tried to upsell it. He hasn't tried to glorify the blue bikini. He's just straight away said, no, don't do that. You're making a big mistake. <laughs> told us it, it tasted nothing. I said, well, it's got to be like something has to make the blue bikini. Do you have any idea what flavors in that? Nah, not very little. Just a lot of blue. So we're like, oh, God. So we ended up just saying, like, well, we don't have a choice. Goes through bikini mistakes. And now, like, post blue bikinis, I, I don't know how to describe it. I don't know what flavor it is. It tasted like blue. Yeah, the definition of blue is blue like, bikini milkshake. Yeah, yeah. And it was Assumedly, like blue I've, is a I've, heavy, I've had thick color to drink. I've had blue before, in ice cream form and in in many many another another format. But blue blue tastes pretty much like blue yeah. universally. So, I like it. it was a good experience, but I wasn't very enjoyable. And Darcy's cut was pretty disgusting. So it wasn't really worth it. Was Do you it? want to hear a fun fact about blue? Yes, I do. Darcy's fun fact time. Let's go. To make the blue dye in Smarties or M&M's, they use a chemical that they get from a large beetle. A beetle? A beetle. You should go on QI. That's pretty good. Why are you not on QI? Well, we, Stephen Fry, take me to QI. He's come to Perth, you know? Stephen Fry. He's, he's been to Perth. Been he's been and gone. I Life. went to see him. Uh. You went to see him? How was that? That man, I'm sorry, I need to I need to make a shout out to Stephen Fry. If you're listening, call me on known four nine five seven nine. Call me. Uh I am I he is the one man in the world that I would I would have a gay fling with. He's 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 lucky for you, single, person, yeah. he's pretty he's, gay. Yeah, exactly. He is he is my hero. I've read his books, I've watched everything he's ever been in, even the stuff he did with Hugh Laurie, fresh out of out of out of Cambridge University, uh, bit of Ryan Laurie, his sketch series that they did together. I've watched all the the like the when he played Jeeves in the uh, Wordsworth adaptations. Oh, he's a god. He's a god amongst mere mortals. He does everything with. But basically, I went to see him wait, for wait, QI wait. Live. Did you know that he gets naked in the next Sherlock Holmes movie? You might enjoy that. I am so there. One, two. Good King I was at a party um, last week. Darcy was at it too. And it was a weird party, I think it's safe to say. I don't think anyone's listening, so I think we can just say Yeah, that. no. It was bizarre. Um, there was a culture of chanting, which I don't know, like I'm not really part of. Chant, I mean, like, like drinking James Channing's just okay, yeah. like ah, uh, uh, I forget the names. They go, they man, they're big, they're big songs. Not like these are like, not like they're like arias. They just go on for when you say hours. chanting, I think of people sitting around in circles going no, and then like, harmonizing. That would that would really be interesting to watch. <laughs> this was kind of just perplexing. It's just <laughs> but like. Ten of them. And there was okay. uh, lyrics like you would have never heard. I didn't hear it. It was 
fucking bizarre, man. And uh, like a few weird things happened. Darcy, of course, got absolutely wasted. Can't remember anything. Don't, don't I can. You can't remember, remember anything. A few things. We carried him into. It's hardly movie. surprising. Yeah, Darcy has a has a talent for that. But something that was a little bit surprising was that um, I got a new <laughs> persona forced upon me by some of the people at the party, myself and two of my friends, Nathan and John, um, and we became American, just just like that. From just simply going to a party and saying hello, blah, 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 talking, 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 to suddenly one of them just, oh my god, you guys are three American exchange students, aren't you? And you're here, and I was like, what can you do? And that's the case. And it spread like wildfire, and before we knew it, that was just who we were for the night. It was brilliant. <laughs> that's awesome. I recommend everyone just to go to a party and just become someone new. I love doing that. Yeah. I never go to parties that I don't know enough people. Like I, I know too. I'm, I'm always at parties where I know too many people that I can do that. Maybe that's because you don't have many friends. That's exactly why. Well, you've got too many friends. No, no, not enough. Too many friends. You just know everybody. Don't go to enough parties. No, nah, well, I've got, go. I've got, nah, I've got business. Nah. I've got business to attend to, boys. Sneaky, cheeky business. <laughs> we're brilliant fun. Oh, brilliant Stephen. Fun. <laughs> there was a different crowd from our normal crowd because you know. We we're both, that's what you we're do. Both young sophisticates. <laughs> I think it's fair to say. Sophisticates. What? Jesus Christ. Aristocrats? No. Sophisticated people. Sophisticrats? What? Sophisticates. Learn the English. Why don't you learn some new words? <laughs> My words. I give enough motor cars, I tell you. I haven't been in a car since dawn this morning, last night. Now, lovely listeners. We know Christmas is coming up. So what are you guys doing for Christmas? Darcy? Darcy, what are your plans? Your Christmas plans? I'm going into the hills with my extended family Ooh. and getting shit-faced. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it'll, be, it'll be nice. Pretty, pretty relaxed. There'll be Christmas cake and I imagine a large, a large bird. <laughs> a bird? Are you a bird family? We are a bird family. Oh. We've never been a bird family. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm a ham fan. there'll be like a roast, but mainly there's some kind of bird involved. Where Although you've still got like a lot of young kids around, aren't you? Yeah. See, in our family, I'm the youngest child, and it's just been like a slow kind of decline. Decline of Christmas. Into just maybe like... The death of Christmas. Yeah. We've hit death of Christmas. I'm working on Christmas. Because <laughs> I discovered that if you work on Christmas, you can still enjoy the festivities and all that earlier on in the day. Then you can earn like $40 an hour at night. <laughs> That Fair is enough. how you do Christmas. Yeah. So that's, that's the, the Christmas spirit. Christmas. There's no, there's no Christmas. Um, just like just off the top of my memory, I think a few years ago, Christmas lunch consisted of chicken kebabs, and we burnt them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great! Do you have a tree? No, we don't even have a tree, man. Yeah. We haven't even put up decorations. <laughs> being British, being British, like Christmas just doesn't seem Christmas when it's sunny. Yeah, no, really cold. I know, I know. I sort of know what you mean. Yeah, I just can't get used to it. So it doesn't seem. It seems like summer and Christmas are different entities. They don't go together. This Mm. is wrong. I just prefer to get on with summer. So you have to choose one or the other. And summer lasts for a few months. Christmas is one day. So. So do do you have Christmas in July? No, I also think that's a little wank. <laughs> we do that at like functions. Like I um, last, I work at a hotel, and last July we had like all these old people on the brink of death, and it's fucking painful, desperate man. to squeeze out <laughs> yeah. as many social. Because they ain't gonna last many more Christmases. So they may as well celebrate 
all the ones they can claim. <laughs> Two a year is a good way to double your chances. Yeah. And um, just seven um, Easter's on the side. It's just ridiculous. There was no no like having Christmas in July kind of makes sense. Yeah, of course, a little bit colder. It was still sunny. And I was just yeah. like, well, what is the point in this? They're all having Christmas crackers. I'm like, I've got to clean this shit up. They're just they're dribbling down themselves. I'm just thinking, <laughs> like, you guys don't need Christmas. You just need to, like, sit down and just wait for a little while. <laughs> wait for death. I'm sorry. Oh, right? my God. Man, oh. like, they were supposed to wrap They were still there hours after they were supposed to wrap it up. You know, they have a set time, and they're still on, like, entrees. Do old people tip well? I'll tell you what, working at a three-and-a-half-star hotel, you don't, you don't get tipped well. It doesn't matter whether they're old or young. It doesn't matter who they are. At least you're working. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. So what are you doing for Christmas, George? Uh, well, we have an enormous family. An enormous family. I have something like 47 cousins. <laughs> uh, I have a family of uh, two... Fa- a family of eight on my dad's side and a family of four on my mum's side. So it's... Yeah. Christmas is friggin huge it's enormous yeah uh every year we do two christmases normally we do christmas eve with one family christmas day with ourselves and some family drops by and then chris boxing day will will do the other other side but it's so so it's a three-day event and before that you've got a month of going have we covered all of the present bases because we've got to essentially buy 47 presents every year see what we've done this year we have a we have a lot of sorry we have a lot of older cousins who are now adults and married and stuff is it just alcohol or so we can kind of just now? go we can kind of just go there you go have a bottle of wine or you know you're going on your honeymoon soon here's a bit of cash spend it wisely but we've still got like 30 odd kids that we've got to buy Christmas gifts for Jeez. and it's a nightmare. Yes. So we've just done like a secret Santa thing this year. Oh. Which works out great because it's yeah. cost me $20. This entire Christmas it's cost me $20. <laughs> yeah, you see. Fantastic. It's, it's a good system. Mine's going to cost me like 200 bucks <laughs> or something stupid. Why? Because like my family basically doubled. Oh, yeah. So like... New marriages. Have you considered something I discovered was that if you're creative, people say that they appreciate things you make for them rather than you buy. So you could just churn out any old shit and people have to appreciate it. If you're <laughs> little, it. little wooden snowman glued on the front of like a card and just hand it over to them, they're like, oh, As long thanks. as you're proud, they can't go, this is shit, what have you done? They have to accept it. <laughs> well, I was thinking about saying I'm whittling. It also makes you a giant dick, though. Therein no, lies the issue. No, it doesn't. Like, Everyone secretly understands that Christmas is just a marketing ploy. Not to say that Darcy is not a fantastic artist and could not churn out how big your family is. How loads big of shit. Yeah, now. loads of shit. Loads of, <laughs> loads of brilliant stuff. But come on, man. What? <laughs> like, everyone wants Okay, look, that's, that's like my stuff. backup ammo. It's how, it's, how, it's how Christmas works. Yeah, I mean, look, I bought, I, I'm, I'm a giving guy. I bought mum a... Nespresso machine for Mother's Day. That was oh, brilliant. Those things are what a brilliant I gift. I love those things. But that's because I was generous and had a lot of money. I'm not working much at the moment. I don't have much money. Although a lot of people are going to be getting a lot of homemade stuff. With your homemade presents, being a photographer, like, is it that special? It's like, well, here's a photo of a dog. It's not your dog, but it's a dog. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm in a really lucky position for myself. Uh, in that, in, within my own family. Uh, I am the one who knows 
what people want for Christmas purely by coincidence just because people are like oh you know I want this for Christmas so so everyone mum and dad will come to me and they'll go oh George um yeah what do we what do we get Patrick for Christmas what do we get Katie for Christmas and um and it's always something that I understand more about than they do so they're like yeah come with us come with us and buy the Christmas presents and I'm like this gets me off everyone's Christmas presents I don't have to buy anyone anything you I have dick I have put in the time and the effort towards your gift just if it weren't for me you would be getting you know some piece of shit Ask and Andy, I basically. exactly <laughs> something that you didn't want and that wasn't the best of what you you're wanted you're just a Christmas cheater though no how am I a Christmas so cheater a I, out, bring, I bring I bring joy don't you dare say that's the so quick way out. I've spent, like, the last four weeks doing this. Why don't you write the major play and perform it on Christmas Day? I'm and then, I could pump out four one-acts in a week. You could just say, that's your Christmas present. I really Happy Christmas! Here it is. It's a manuscript. I talked at you for an hour. It was great, wasn't it? I had a great time. I'm in a fortunate position in that I have different, like, entities of family who won't communicate with each other. So being a photographer, like, I could if I wanted to. Give everyone I haven't this the like, same photo. Well, yeah, you know, <laughs> I can just print the same photo three times and give it to different people in different but families. Photography they ain't gonna know. So you call me a Christmas cheat. <laughs> it's not cheating because they don't understand. They don't understand that I've given it to three people. It's still special for them. <laughs> Nearly finished, folks. Kidding for that, folks. Part three, all's well that ends well. Anyway. I think we... Um, yeah, it's pretty late now. Yeah, it's, it's very late at night. I apologise if this is either short or a bit of a shambles of a podcast. It was kind of thrown together at the last minute. But thank you very much for listening. Lovely listeners. Thank you, listeners. They're the lovely, lovely listeners. listeners. Lovely we listeners. Have, I have decided of my own accord, because that's just what keeps coming out of my mouth. Thanks, guys. Thanks, lovely listeners. From, lovely. from George, Darcy, and, listening. and Chris... Yes, send us an email at soup.4.1.radio at gmail.com. Send us some music. Yes, mm. um, we need more music. We have a lovely tale which we shall tell you next week of our musical band exploits. But uh, if you do know anyone who's got a bit of a bedroom band going on, hit us up, let us know. We'll be happy to give hit them some... Hit us up, hey, that some... sounds pretty ghetto. <laughs> We'd be happy to give them some free plays on uh, on our on our little podcast here. Free plays, we're not and a charging. Plug. No, we'll do a big plug. Yeah, big yeah. plug. Ah, we'll plug big you long in. plug. You're not ten coming. minute ten minute plug and album review. That's the deal. You give us music. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we can stretch it out. Anyway, thank you very much, lovely listeners, and we will hopefully see you next week. Bye bye. We wish a Merry Christmas and custard to human beings everywhere. And it appears to me they are just about everywhere. What a pity. Good night. Ow!